السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. We thank and praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. Ala ni'matil Islam. We thank and praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the favor of Islam. Alhamdulillah. Ala ni'matil Iman. We thank and praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the favor of Iman. We always start with three praising, three praises that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us. And that is, we say when we wake up, we say, Alhamdulillahilladhi ahyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhin nushur. All thanks and all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Has given us life after he has given us death. Wa ilayhin nushur and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we shall return. Our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us when we come from the toilet, after saying Ghufranaka, we should say Alhamdulillahilladhi adhaba adil adha wa'afani. All thanks and all praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who has taken away from us discomfort and granted us relief. Waking up, we can only do through the kudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Going to the toilet, it can only happen through the kudrat and the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inshallah, after lunch, inshallah, there's no liquor, there's no kiris, there's no biryanis, there's no liquor lentils, or liquor kosta eat it. We say, Alhamdulillah, alladhi ata'amana wa saqana wa ja'alana minal muslimin. Allah dank and praise, or thanks, is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ata'amana, who has fed us, wa saqana, and given us something to drink, wa ja'alana minal muslimin, and who has made us muslim. The greatest of favors is to be Muslim, to be a bearer of the kalima La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We also thank Allah subhanahu wa taala for giving us certain aspects of Deen, and one of those aspects is what we have our guests today. We have in our midst, and we are alive on Voice of the Cape, and like they say. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station. This is a means that Allah SWT has given us so that we can learn deen and teach deen and convey deen. So we thank Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for these initiatives. We thank Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for placing these things in our community so that we can, like I said, like we said, learn deen, teach deen, and convey deen. Inshallah, may Allah Taala take all of us together. Inshallah, from strength to strength. Inshallah. For the last few weeks, and we took a break last week, but for the last few, few weeks we have been speaking about one hadith. One hadith, and this hadith is important because at the end of the hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, after asking Umar radiallahu anhu, will you not ask me who this person is that just came to us now? And Umar he replies and he says, Allah and His Messenger knows best. And Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam explains to Umar and whoever is present and to each and every one of us who this person is. Innu Jibril, that this person is Jibril alayhi salam. And why did he come? Atakum yuallimukum dinakum. Allah Taala sent Jibril alayhi salam to teach you, to teach each and every one of us, to teach our parents, to teach our grandparents, to teach ourselves. To teach our children, atakum yuallimukum dinakum. To teach us our deen. To teach you your deen. 
So therefore this hadith is so important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given Quran as a guide to mankind. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also sent Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also sent an example in loving form. And that was Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in various occasions certain things happen so that we can learn from those things. Certain things happen to the Sahaba, certain things happen to the, to the, to the, the, the wives and the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Why? So that we can learn from these things. And one of the things is that Umar says, one day we were sitting, we were sitting by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When a man came, he was extremely handsome. He had white, white clothes, pitch black hair. And he had no effect of travel on him. Even though none of us knew him. None of us knew him, so he had to be a foreigner. And he was coming from the from the outside, but he had no effects of travel. And he said by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa just to recap, he asked certain questions. Now he asked, and Rasulullah sallallahu replied. And what was amazing is, after the reply, he said, this person said, Sadaqta, you are speaking the truth. Now how do you ask a question, and when the person answers, says, yes, you are speaking the truth. The shows, this wasn't just a question, it was to teach those who are present and also so that they can take it to their students, to their progeny, to their family, and then it must reach us. The first question that he asked, Man Islam, what is Islam? So we spoke about this. Islam is, Rasulullah, to be a witness that there's none worthy of worship except Allah, salat, make salat, zakat, to give zakat, to sow me Ramadan, to, um, to fast in the month of Ramadan, man to go on Hajj. The ulama they say that this is the physical aspect, this is the fiqh. This is the fiqh. Now it doesn't only cover these five pillars, it covers many other things. But these five pillars is the most important. It covers things such as looking after our neighbors. It covers things such as, you know, many people have huge, huge amounts of property. Many people have huge, huge amounts of property. But then our neighbors, our friends, our family even, they don't even have a square meter. They don't even own a square meter of property. But we have huge, huge amount of land. Sometimes it's just standing there doing nothing. But let's make another example. We have huge, huge amount of food in our, in our fridges. To such an extent when we eat, there's leftovers and what we do, we just throw it in the bin. We just throw it in the bin. But there's people that is starving. There's people that does not have enough food. So this Islam covers that as well. Sometimes we have so many clothes. Our cupboards, there's, there's not enough cupboards in our house for our clothes. There's not enough place in our cupboards for our clothes. Some people have rooms full of clothes. But there's people that is at night, they are shivering. They are shivering because they do not have enough clothes to cover their body. This is Islam as well. All physical aspects, all the things that fiqh, it covers. This is Islam. Then we spoke about Iman. 
iman is an tu'minu billahi wa malaikatihi to believe in Allah to believe in his malaika wa rusulihi wa yawmil akhirihi wal qadri khairihi wa sharrihi min Allah ta'ala this is the inner aspect the inner aspect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says innamal mu'minuna idha dhukira Allah wajilat qulubuhum indeed the true believers are those they are those when the name of Allah ta'ala is mentioned their hearts tremble their hearts tremble it is to do with the inner aspect so we have the outer aspect islam the inner aspect iman and then the, the third question mal ihsan what is ihsan an ta'bud allah ka annaka tarahu fa ilam takun tarahu fa innahu yara to worship allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as if you can see him and if you cannot see him then indeed know that allah ta'ala sees us So the physical aspect whenever we do any amal any action it must be in conformity to Islam it must have all the fiqh all the arkan the shurut pertaining to that action all the arkan shurut pertaining to that action when when we stand in salah we must know how to make salah when we deal with people we must know how to deal with people how to do business this is all part of Islam And then inside, when I do this action, I must have ikhlasan lillahi ta'ala. I must know this comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Via Jibreel alayhi salam, the malaika, to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam. This is iman, this is the inner aspect. And then ihsan is how one does these things. Ihsan, when I am doing these things, when I am doing these things, how am I doing it? How am I doing it? Am I doing it with the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or am I just doing haphazardly? Ignorant manit. This is ihsan. This is ihsan. Can a jamaat please come forward in fadlikum? This is ihsan. And the last question that is asked by Jibreel alayhi salam, he asked, فَأَخْبِرْنِي عَنِ السَّاعَةِ inform me about the sa'a and the answer that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam gives he says mal mas'ulu anha bi a'lam min as-sa'il that the person who is asked does not know more than the person who is asking die ene wat gevra word weet nie meerder wat die meerder dat die persoon wat vra nie The person that is being asked, which is Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he does not know more than the person who is asking Jibril alaihi salam. And with regard to this, Allah subhanahu wa taala says, "Inna Allah indahu ilmu saa." Indeed, by Allah subhanahu wa taala, Allah subhanahu wa taala possesses the knowledge of the saa. Now, this word is strange that the word that Jibril uses is the word saa. There's many other words to indicate to qiyama. This is qiyama. There's many wo- words that could have been used to indicate qiyama. When is qiyama? When is yawmul qiyama? He could have asked. But he asked the word sa'a. He uses the word sa'a. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also uses the word sa'a. The hour. The hour. Because more than just qiyama, The sa'a also represents time. More than just qiyama, the sa'a also represents time. And more specifically, death. 
the end of our time. Because verily, even if we don't reach the final hour, even if we are not alive when the final hour occurs, when Malikul Maut stands in front of us, then that is our sa'ah. That is our end. That is our end. So once again, these four aspects, it fits nicely into each other. It fits nicely into each other to teach us our deen. That our deen is that thing that we will represent or give in front for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the sake that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not in need of us. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us many things, many favors. Many things and many favors Allah ta'ala has given us. And what do we give in return? Is to practice deen. To practice deen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says once again, Maliki yawmid deen. The master of the yaw or the day of deen. Normally when we translate the word deen, we say religion. But what does it translate here? Maliki yawmid deen. The master of the day of deen. Yeah, deen means yawmul qiyamah. Deen means yawmul qiyamah. The day of recompensation, specifically. The day when whatever we did in this dunya of good, one will receive good. Whatever bad we did in this dunya, we will be recompensed for that. This is our deen. The deen is our little bit that we give for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the huge amount of favors that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to us. Our deen, our Islam, our Iman, our Ihsan. In the time that Allah Ta'ala has given to us, these four things. Our Islam, our Iman, our Ihsan. In the time that Allah Ta'ala has given to us, maybe 60, 70 years. Maybe 80. Last night we made an announcement, 90 years old. That is very lucky. The time that Allah Ta'ala has given to us in this dunya to practice our deen. To practice our deen in conformity with what Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala sent to us. I like to make this example. I like to make the example of a person. He gets, he makes this contract with a very rich person. Let's say the richest person in the world. He's given this car. It's a very simple car, Toyota, not too fancy, but it drives, alhamdulillah. He's given this car, and this rich person tells him, look, this car, you can only drive in this area, only in Cape Town. You cannot drive out of Cape Town. You can only drive 120. That's a maximum speed you can drive this car. Certain roads, maybe little, less, Certain road 60, certain road 80, but the maximum amount of speed that you, the speed you can drive is 120. Whatever you need of the score, whatever they make here, you can come to me, I will give you petrol, I will fix your car, whatever you need. But the condition is not, nothing more than 120 and you cannot drive out of Cape Town. You cannot go out of Cape Town. And this 
you must do for 30, 40, 50 years. Say 50 years. And if you do what I tell you, if you do what I tell you with all the conditions that I just gave you now, then I will give you a car of your choice after the 50 years. A car for even they will hear. <coughs> and you can change and chop as much as you want to if you are sick of the car that you want. And you can drive the car as far as you want to. For how long as you want to. So now, for, for 30, 40 years, you must sacrifice just driving inside Cape Town, not driving more than 120 and only driving this car. It's substitute in lieu of a car that can change, you can have a Ferrari, you can drive as fast as you want to, you can drive wherever you want to. You can do with it whatever you want to. So, which person wouldn't take this deal? Which person wouldn't take this deal? Wouldn't take this contract? And this is what Allah SWT has given to us. Allah SWT has given to us a car. This body that of ours. Allah Ta'ala has given it to us. This body, this body, Allah Ta'ala maintains Himself. There's enough air, there's enough food, there's enough water. Allah Ta'ala maintains the body. Whenever this body needs some, some fuel, something, then Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala sustains His body. And then Allah Ta'ala has placed certain restrictions. Certain restrictions, certain physical restrictions. And Allah has given certain physical duties. That is Islam. The outer aspect of the car, the boundaries, that is Islam. Then the actual contract that we made with the person, that is Iman. The speed that we can drive and how we drive, that is Ihsan. And in the time that we have the contract, that is the Sa'a. That is the Sa'a. That is when Malikul Maut stands in front of us and says, now your time is up. So if you have fulfilled the contract, if you have done what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told you to do, as far as Islam, Iman and Ihsan, then you get a brand new car of your choice. You get a brand new car of your choice to drive how you want to, where you want to, at the speed you want to. This is Jannat. This is Jannat. But if you do not fulfill these things, if you do not fulfill these things, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Wow! To those who slander and backbite. Those who gather up their wealth and whatever they have, they gather it up, they keep it, and they hoard it, and they count it. That's how much they have. He thinks that this wealth, this body, this time that we have is going to akhlada, is going to last forever. That this body, our wealth, our wives, our children, our job, our shop, it's going to last forever. يَحْسَبُ أَنَّ مَا لَهُ أَخْلَدَ كَلَّا لَيُنْبَذَنَّ فِي الْحُطَمَةِ 
وَمَا أَدَرَاكَ مَا الْحُطَمَةَ What is Hutamah? What is it? What is the, the recompensation for a person that does not take this car and he starts driving it out of Cape Town? And he drives it 180 to 100. What is the recompensation for that person? Narun Hamia. The fire of Jahannam, the fire of Jahannam, my beloved brothers and elders, there's only two parts. It's either we take this deen, we uphold it for a short while. For a short while, we uphold this deen of Islam with Iman, with Islam, with Iman, with Ihsan. For a short while, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us abundance of reward. But the opposite, if we do not practice this Islam, we do not practice this Iman, we do not have this Ihsan, then what is the end about? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq and understanding inshallah. Of the last aspects inshallah, of this, the, the actual sa'a is the actual signs of the sa'a. The signs of the sa'a. What is the signs of the qiyamah? And that, inshallah, is a different aspect at all. We will discuss it some other time, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us that we practice our a'malu salihat, our pious deeds with, with iman, with consciousness of belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the malaika, with ihsan, how we do these things, and realizing that this day will come that we will end. There's, a, there's one announcement that I want to make before the other announcements. Is that we have in Cape Town at present, inshallah, for the, for the next few days, we have Sheikh Mumtaz, he is from UK, and he will be delivering certain lectures pertaining to Shiism and the awareness of Shiism. But what is very important is the objective is not to create enmity. The objective is to create or to educate our ummah. To educate us about what is Shiism. Because many a times our children, many a times ourselves, many a times even our parents, they come across some literature, they come across certain people, they tell them certain things. And then they don't know what it is. And sometimes they fall for it, and sometimes they don't. So it is important for us to educate ourselves, to educate our parents, and to educate our children. So this is the objective of Sheikh Mumtaz. He will be, he has been, um, he came yesterday, and he had a, a lecture last night, and he had a lecture today, and then following tonight, inshallah, he will be in Bridgetown Masjid between Maghrib and Isha, and then Saturday he will be in Lentakhir Masjid uh, between Maghrib and Isha, and then Sunday close to us he will be in Fifth Avenue, Fifth Avenue Grassy Park, inshallah, between 10:30 and 1 o'clock. So the the program will start 10:30 and will end 1 o'clock. It is very important. It is very important for for us to go and for to take our parents and to take take our children so that we can be educated about. What is the belief of the Shias? Why is it different from ours? And what is our belief as well, inshallah? 
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and understanding inshallah. The, the Monday as well, we will be having a program here at the Masjid for ladies only, only um, with regard to Shiism as well. Um, that will start from 9 uh, and it will end maybe uh, 11 inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and hidayah subhanahu wa bihamdi, subhanahu wa bihamdika, ashara wa la ilaha ila anta, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk.